Welcome to the Career Up Now Socially Distanced Close-Up Israel Edition. I'm your host, Sophia Felsen, and today we are joined by Hannah Prizan. She was the chairman of the board of Pe'ilim Portfolio Management, which is one of Israel's leading investment portfolio management companies, and she was also a lieutenant in the IDF. Thank you for joining us. So how did you become the chairwoman of Pe'ilim? Oh, this is a very long story. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was born and raised in Jerusalem. And uh, there I went to uh, high school in, uh, which is called high school near the university, Leyada Universita in, in Hebrew. It's, uh, it's very uh, famous. Even Bibi Netanyahu went to this uh, school for a few years before he went with his parents to America. After uh, finishing uh, high school, I uh, was recruited to the army as Israeli girls do. And I, I served uh, at the beginning near uh, Be'er Sheva, which is uh, in the southern part of Israel. And then I went to the officer's course for girls and uh, I was promoted and I served on the Golan Heights. I served as a, like a welfare uh, officer. And it was uh, the first time in my life that I met uh, people with such a... Uh, like uh, families of uh, uh, the soldiers that uh, were in need of uh, support. They lived all over the country, most of them up north. So it, it was a really, really uh, great uh, job in terms of learning uh, layers of the Israeli society, which I haven't met when I was uh, a girl and a teenager in, uh, in Jerusalem. After, uh, in the army, when you go to the army, uh, the army in Israel, beside the fighting and, and so on, it's uh, considered to be the uh, biggest matchmaking industry in, uh, in Israel. So I met my husband there. And uh, after we, we are both, the egg, boys served three years, girls served two years. After we were out of the army, we uh, started studying at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. And also I started working for Banka Poalim, which is uh, one of the biggest banks in, uh, in Israel. I studied economic and statistics and then a business administration. And uh, we got married and uh, we have uh, two kids. Now we have two also two grandchildren, which is the, the best part of, uh, of life. Um, so uh, uh, beside going to the university and the most important thing, creating a new uh, uh, family and starting uh, the way in uh, Banka Poalim, I moved slowly, slowly up the way to, uh, in Banka Poalim. Uh, and then after a few years, my husband, which came from uh, Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv, just to remind people that don't know, uh, it's more like uh, if you are in the U.S., it's more like New York. And Jerusalem is more like uh, Washington. But if you are born and raised in, in uh, Jerusalem, the, there is a state of mind of being uh, uh, someone that uh, uh, is born and raised in uh, Jerusalem. And I, when I got married, I didn't see myself living anywhere else but uh, in, uh, in Jerusalem. But then uh, my husband came to me one day and said, listen, you'll be a career woman. 
and if and, and I want to make a career too. So I think the best thing for us will be to move to Tel Aviv. And I read in a book for uh, how to succeed in marriage uh, that uh, you have to sometimes to listen to your spouse and uh, get the, the advice. And uh, even though it wasn't easy for me, I had something in my heart saying that this is the right decision uh, to make, which considered to be really a, a very good uh, decision. So we moved to Tel Aviv. There uh, I continued climbing up the career in Banca Poalim and uh, I was, most of my career was in the capital market. I was in charge of a division uh, in the headquarters, which was uh, in charge uh, both of operation and trading and research and advisory services on of all the capital markets. Most of the activity was done in Israel, but uh, slowly, slowly over the years, uh, Israeli uh, households and institutional investors, they started looking at, uh, uh, and doing investments outside Israel. It started, of course, in the US, it's uh, all over the world now. So the story of Banca Polim climbing uh, uh, slowly, slowly. I was promoted to be member of the board of management of Banca Polim, and I was the board of uh, on the board of management for nine years. I did uh, a few jobs. One of them is a head of risk management. One of them is head of HR and procurement. And the last job I did is uh, coming back to my uh, love, uh, first love, which is capital market. But then we get the banks in Israel get the license to give advisory services, not only on capital market vehicles, but also on the pension side, which wasn't allowed. So it was really an exciting uh, experience. When uh, I uh, finished my job at Banca Poalim, I moved to Peilim. Peilim is a fully owned subsidiary of Banca Poalim. I served there as a head of the board of directors uh, for seven years. And I just uh, finished this uh, job a very short time ago. Beside that, I'm uh, volunteering to uh, uh, social activities in Israel in a few areas. Uh, some of them I, I will mention uh, today. I'm uh, head of the board of trustees of a college, which is called Tel Chai College, which is located in the northern part of uh, Israel. Uh, one of them is uh, being on the board of management of uh, the Friends of Israel Museum in, in uh, Jerusalem. One of them is being on the board of Etgarim, which is a non-profit that gives the ability to do all kinds of sport to disabled people and many more activities. That's, in short, <laughs> what I do. I also, for a time, I was a teacher for financial education especially for students in one college and uh, for women. And uh, I found out that uh, there's much to do in financial uh, education in the, those two populations. Uh, first, I think that the financial education has to begin at a very young age. I see with my grandchildren that it's very, very important to educate 
to, to see where money comes from, how do you spend it, what's the, what is budget, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and also with women, women uh, here in Israel, but uh, not only, uh, it's very important to do the uh, financial education training because uh, my experience shows that uh, many women came to me and said, okay, in my business, I take care of the financial aspect very, very carefully. But in my household, it's a mess. So um, I think it's a very, very important activity. Something else that I do, and I do it also globally, is uh, trying to promote women uh, to be uh, part of board of directors of public and uh, government-owned uh, companies. I have a collaboration with an organization in Luxembourg that has a list of uh, candidates for a board of directors in Luxembourg. There is a directive of uh, the European Union that says that uh, you must have women on board of uh, directors. And uh, in Luxembourg, they have a list and uh, sometimes they come. Sometimes they come, they take uh, women that they know, but sometimes they come. What I do with them, I come at least once a year, not now because uh, you cannot fly now, but to give a presentation, first of all, about to the women that are part of this uh, list, tell them about my life story and also uh, answering their question and uh, uh, training them and doing a workshop and so on and so forth. Uh, the organ I also got a decoration from the uh, Prince of Luxembourg, that is a prince, uh, in con uh, which is a... Uh, saying that I contributed to the uh, promotion, uh, promoting uh, women to uh, in business and uh, on board of, uh, of directors. So this is also uh, an activity that I uh, do. Last year I was in Copenhagen, uh, which uh, the company that does, has the list is expanding in other countries in Europe. I was supposed to go this year as well, but I don't yeah, we think can. We, yeah, but, uh, it's a possibility that we'll do it on Zoom this year. But uh, with all the respect I have for Zoom, I think there's <laughs> nothing else like a human touch. And, I agree. Uh, to, yeah, to, to sit uh, and, and look uh, at the listeners in the eyes and, and see uh, and answer their uh, questions and their hesitation and so on and, uh, and so forth. So, uh, yeah, 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 that was great. That was great. <laughs> You're doing so much, so much, especially for financial education. And with all your time in banking and teaching, I'm sure you've picked up many great tips along the way about finances. So what is something that all young people in their 20s should be doing when it comes to their finances and money? I think uh, the most important thing is uh, to be aware of the fact that they must look uh, of what's happening in financial aspect of life and not uh, manage it as a mess or manage it as an outcome of something that they don't control. And I think the most important thing is uh, managing the budget. And uh, as I said, in the budget, there is something uh, certain, which are the expenses and something not so certain, which is the income. And uh, if you look at the, at the expenses, uh, sometimes you find you, you uh, spend money 
three times on the same uh, thing for for example sometimes on insurance uh, you pay three times for the same thing for the same service without even uh, caring for it without even being aware of the thing so I think uh, being aware and managing the budget and as I said you don't have to even to know how to work with Excel you just have to have a piece of paper and a pencil you don't need the pen even and and just uh, write and do a follow-up of of what you're doing so this is the most important advice that uh, that I can give that's great. That's such great advice, just to be aware of Thank how much you. you're spending and what you're spending on. You're very passionate about fine arts. What is your favorite piece of Israeli art in your collection? Oh, I have uh, many favorite uh, art pieces. Uh, one of them is, I, I'm sorry, I can't show you <laughs> it since it's a podcast. I have a, a painting of uh, Ben Gurion and his wife. Pola, which is made of, by uh, an Israeli painter. I have a collection at home. I have a painting, many paintings, but one big uh, by uh, an Israeli uh, painter lady called Zoya, which uh, came from Russia, and she painted the scenes from the Russian old immigrants' uh, life. Uh, so these are, I would say, two of my favorite. I have heard about that Ben-Gurion painting and I wish I could see it in person. It sounds so great. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. But... <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. Okay. Okay. You serve on the board of many Israeli organizations. How did you become right. so passionate about philanthropy? Uh, I think that first of all, it, it comes from the your parents' house. The values that are part of the behavior of the of the parents. Uh, so, for example, the Israel Museum was part of uh, the activity of the family. So every second or third uh, Saturday, we used to go to the Israel Museum and we used to, uh, to go to, uh, they have like uh, classes for, uh, for young people. So, and, and also I had, I have an uncle which is uh, in the art business, so things came from all over, and uh, and I think it's it's it, since you're in the business arena, uh, you make a salary and it's okay, but I think you have to give back to to society, and this is what I'm trying to do. Yes, absolutely. You live a very passion-driven life, being on the board of so many organizations and teaching finances. What is one core value you hold dear? I think that one core value is be honest and stick to the values that hopefully you get in your parents' uh, home. And uh, don't compromise. Even if, if there are pressures from uh, many sides to do things that you don't like, don't do it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Stick to your values. That is such great advice, honesty. Thank you. Finance and the banking industry is predominantly dominated by men. How did you feel being a woman breaking through the glass ceiling in Israel? In my career, I didn't, it wasn't an issue for me. But if, yeah, since I come from the financial industry, I look at the, I, I always say you look at the results. We look at the numbers. So after so many years, 
I said that uh, regarding promoting women in uh, the finance industry and in the, in the business uh, arena in Israel and all over the world, for uh, a few, uh, many, many years, things move uh, in the right direction, but very, very little and very, very slow. And, and there is no, uh, it's not possible to, to go to sleep and said everything uh, uh, is, uh, is okay. Everything is being taken care of. For example, the story I told you about what's happening in Europe, that they have quotas for, for women on boards. In Israel, they have it as well. Personally, I, I began by thinking, oh, why do you need quotas? Uh, women are so talented, so they will choose women. But it's not working like this. So I said for the medium term, it's, it's a must to have a quota. And then when things are settled, uh, maybe in the future, we can move it. But uh, for the time being, uh, it's a must. Well, it's just so important and great that you are actively working on helping women find more jobs in the banking industry. If a college student or young professional were moving to Israel and they wanted to get a job in finance, what would be your advice to them? First of all, you have a very good uh, asset. If you come from the U.S., you know English. And English is a mother tongue. It's very, very essential. Then you have to study, but it, it's not teach in any university, just on the streets and uh, meeting people, the Israeli mentality, which is very different from the American mentality for good and bad. But you have to bear in mind uh, the idea that it's different. And uh, some people react to way that you behave. And at the beginning, you don't understand. But you have to try and learn uh, to understand the language, not only Hebrew, but uh, the language of the behavior of the Israelis, which are generally speaking, very warm people, very, they love people, they love to meet, not now, but uh, uh, generally. And uh, I think it's quite a, an experience. And also, I think a good advice would be, do not spend all the time, uh, they call it the land of Tel Aviv, and not only in the land of Tel Aviv, go up north, go down south. Generally speaking, the, the country is relatively very small, but travel, 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 and see, because it's a very beautiful country. And uh, if you come for a short time, don't miss it. Familiarize yourself, right? Yes, with, yes. With the land. Yes. That seems to be important. Thank you so much for sharing your story and wisdom for Career Up Now's Socially Distanced Close-Up podcast. I look forward to keeping in touch and wish you the best. Thank you.